ready to be on the pew. Welcome, welcome. Pastor Eric Gill. Pastor Bruce Rosa. We are, we are back again, another week. Another day. Of Beyond the Pew, yes, and we're appreciative of those that are tuning in today. Mm-hmm. We do have a, a special guest today. A very special guest One for is, you. I was just yeah, going to say, particularly yeah, yeah. special Very, to me. very special. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful we hope. guest today. Uh, this is my lovely wife, wow. Shoshana Rosa. Wow. Could you imagine and, if, uh, it, if you say all that it wasn't Shoshana? Well, you I wouldn't. I would not exactly. say that. You but couldn't. she is here. She's here. And so, show welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Tell us who you are and what you do at Maranatha Bible Church. And why you married Pastor Bruce. Oh, yeah, okay. We can leave that well. for another time, but who you are and what, what you do. Uh, well, my name is Shoshana, and I am the wife to you, Bruce. Yes, wow. you are. Yes. And, um, That's our identity. <laughs> That's the very identity, yes. yes. Um, and I've been serving as the kids director since 2018, so I'm going on my fifth year. Yeah, fifth year. Um, and so, yeah, that's all you need to know. So you're the children's director <laughs> at Maranatha Bible Church. Yes. And been serving there for almost five years. Almost yeah. five years. That's a long time. Yeah. That is yeah. a long time. Well, we're grateful. I know I'm grateful as your husband, but also <laughs> as one of the pastors on staff that you're serving in that role. And so yeah. this is a, a big ministry. It is. At our church, how many typically do we have uh, as far as kids on a Sunday? So we have about 250 that attend oh. each week, um, okay. give or take a few. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of kiddos. And one of my main um, job description, I guess you could say, is what I have is just re, uh, recruiting volunteers and training them mm. and um, overseeing the kids' ministry. And, yeah. So how many, how many people do you have as far as volunteering? Serving in the kids' ministry from from our church, we have a hundred and eighty volunteers right wow, now. Wow. So yeah, that's a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't know yeah. that I don't know that most people realize how, how many. many people. I yeah. mean, so like parents that are listening, you know, people in church in general that yeah. are listening, families that might be listening in. That's 180 yeah. folks from our church that value our kids, our right? value kids, yeah. and serve on a consistent mm-hmm. basis. And sometimes we can not think about that. Yeah. But we take for granted every, you know, as parents who have kids, yeah, we take for granted that we can drop our kids off every Sunday and there are volunteers, servants yeah. that have committed their time and, you know, effort into serving our kids. And I would say too, like, you know, I, you two have something going on, but I was a pastor. You two? <laughs> what does that mean? No, like what you, does that mean? you guys are married. You so have something yeah. going you, on. You guys are going on. So yeah. I, I'm just going to appreciate Chachana, but not in the level, obviously, that you appreciate her. But I was going to say <laughs> that. I hope not. not exactly. Hope so that's not. where I was going. Uh, but no, I would say, like, it is very encouraging. It's very appreciative of what you do as a children's director because, you know, with all that many kids that you have, that we have on our regular sunday you could think that kids can be uh go like fall through the cracks or that you know that not every single kid is ministered to or loved to or care for but that's not the reality i mean uh not because i have kids i'm a pastor my kids aren't part of that but even if you go there without my kids before i had my kids it was very evident that our kids are loved for Mm -hmm. that they're care for that uh, our church does place a good emphasis on on caring for those kids and ministering to them mm-hmm. and i think that the fact that we have that many volunteers uh is is it's you know sign of that mm-hmm. and the fact too that i think you do a good well a good job at training them into you know kind of like them loving our kids like sharing that passion with them so them themselves can love on our kids as well 
So it's been it's, it's remarkable. Yeah. yeah, it's it is it is a vitally important ministry, mm-hmm. right? Children's ministry. Um, so we have some questions that we want to throw your way, kind of get your your feedback on. Um, and part of the benefit of this is people watching. Yeah, to understand what it is you do, but also get accustomed with what you do, and then to understand our children's ministry at Maranatha yeah. and, and why we do what we do. Yeah. So the first question is, um, what is the goal? As the children's director, what is the goal or mission of our children's ministry for the kids that attend Maranatha, for the families that attend Maranatha? What would you say is the overarching goal and mission that you see with the children's ministry? So our overarching goal um, is it's a desire of ours um, that every child that walks through our doors, um, that they would know Christ as their Savior. Mm. So imparting the Word of God, teaching them the Word of God, that is our number one goal, and that every child would know Christ and that they would walk with Him forever. Yeah, I mean, Jesus said children are precious, right? (laughs) Yeah. They're precious in His sight. Jesus gave warning about people who would, you know, harm children. And and in our culture and day and age in which we live, there's a lot of harm that's happening as far as with kids. And they're really, you know, we talked with our middle school pastor, Jacob, you know, last month, it's, it's been some time we talked with Jacob and he had mentioned just about, you know, wanting to specifically have influence in the life of middle school students and how the world and culture is specifically trying to influence our, our yeah. kids. And so the same is true with our elementary age kids, um, preschool kids from a very young age. So what are some ways that you see the children's ministry seeking to accomplish what you just said, wanting them to know Christ, wanting them to know the word. How, how are we going about trying to see that happen with our kids' yeah. ministry? Um, so, yeah, basically on a Sunday morning, we teach the word of God. Um, we use um, strong biblical curriculum um, that teaches the word of God. Right now we're using the Gospel Project Kids uh, curriculum, and it's a three-year chronological study of God's word from creation through revelation. And uh, we're currently in year three, so we're restarting the fall, Um, but um, we teach them the word of God. And not only do we do that, but we provide fun, interactive activities. We do different challenges throughout the the school year. We did this past year the Eat This Book Challenge, um, the Summer Scripture Challenge, where kids get to memorize scripture and they earn rewards for memorizing scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have all kinds of events that we provide for our families and, and tools um, that we give to parents uh, during Easter and Christmas um, to help disciple their kids at home to teach them, you know, uh, the importance of Easter and Christmas and um, and all those things. So, yeah. So you mentioned Eat This Book <laughs> Challenge. You mentioned Bible Buddies. Mm-hmm. And so there might be people in the church that that listen to the podcast, but they don't necessarily have kids or grandkids currently in the children's ministry. Yeah. And so they see Bible buddies throughout the church. They see stuffed animals, right? Yeah. They see eat this book challenge. And they're like, what are they doing? Like they have no idea what <laughs> right. those things are if they're not part of the children's yeah. ministry. So maybe take a minute, tell us what those two different opportunities yeah. are. What okay. is the eat this book challenge? What is Bible buddies? And, and how often do those things happen? Just so people know. Okay. So this past year, we introduced the Eat This Book Challenge. Um, and it is a five-month five uh, challenge for kids for first through fifth grade. And it's this um, Bible reading challenge. In addition to that, there's like um, there's uh, mission opportunities for them to take place. There's different um, like homework pieces um, that help them to grow in their knowledge of Christ. But parents do this with their kids yeah. at home. 
So you're empowering parents to disciple yes. their kids. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And mm-hmm. so it was a five-month challenge. And at the end of the challenge, whoever had the most points, they would um, they would have the opportunity to win some really big prizes. So there's a lot of incentive there yeah, yeah. for parents and kids to complete the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Bible Buddies is a program that we started two years ago. Um, And basically, it's a program for preschoolers through fifth grade. And we have set up a pet shop, the Marry Not the Kids pet shop, which most of, (laughs) most everyone has has seen it that has walked through our doors. Um, But it's a pet shop with lots of stuffed animals and kids come and adopt a pet. And they... um, get a Bible reading plan, and um, there might be some activities based upon their ages that they complete as well, yeah. but it's for a full month. And it's five five days a week. They have to read through the scriptures with their parents or by themselves, whatever their ability is. Um, and then there's uh, verse memorization in addition to that. And so it gets them to read their mm-hmm. Bible yeah. with their Bible buddy, yeah. their stuffed animal. So they get an adoption certificate as well so they can name their Bible buddy. And um, it's just a lot of fun. And we have yeah. a celebration at the very end. Too. I would say that, that you know, it's, it's, uh, I have a three-year-old, something before. That has been pretty fun to be able to do. It's the first time that she does it. And, and seeing her like go through the line and like looking at all the different animals that are stuffed animals that you had to have and then her picking the one and then coming home and seeing her reading to the animal, to the, to the, whatever you call it, stuffed animal. And I mean, she don't know how to read, obviously. It's the Bible buddy. Yeah. Or Bible buddy. It's the Bible buddy. The Bible, yeah. not a stuffed animal. It's a Bible buddy. It's a Bible buddy. Yeah. Sorry. Let, yeah. me, let me take a step back. <laughs> seeing uh, my daughter coming home, reading a Bible buddy. Yeah. Not reading a Bible, but reading to her Bible buddy. Reading. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to share the story? Nope. Go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so it's, it's it's been pretty awesome just you know like her like trying to be intentional with that and then it allows you know my wife and i an opportunity to sit with her and to also join in the actual reading and, and for her as you know as we're reading to their bible buddy mm. she also is listening to the story so i love it i think that's a genius idea i don't know if you came up with that or where you found it but it's genius yeah yeah I, 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 I saw the idea somewhere it was a prayer buddy and so i thought oh but t- took it a step further yeah so yeah it's been it's it. been really neat yeah yeah i think too we've seen we've seen some interaction on social media where parents post pictures of their kids reading yeah, yeah. you know the bible with their bible buddy um and even we were told you know from some of the reading plans that were there of some kids that have trusted the lord like they've mm-hmm. made a decision to follow and trust christ because of the scriptures they were reading and it's been an effective thing yeah. so we're, we're excited about that i think that's helpful though because people hear about Bible yeah. buddies or eat this book and have no idea right so <laughs> next book. time what? they hear you know these things that are coming yeah. up it's also a good opportunity for people to you know encourage families or friends they have that have young kids of like hey you should come to our church on a Sunday just because this is going on yeah. and your kids could benefit from it yeah um, and, 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 and I don't know if you were planning to ask this later on Bruce but like when would be the next time that you know in case we have a brand new listener or people that are coming to our church brand new and they missed these two events when is the next time that those things are being offered. So um, Bible Buddies, we are planning on next November, December. Okay. So we kind of give it a little bit of time. So it's not, it's a little over a year okay. each time we do it. So the first time we did it was an Easter. And then um, the second time we did it this past year, we did it 
like around August, September. Um, so the next time we do it, which will be next year, 2024, it will probably be November, December. Okay. We, yeah. Okay. Okay. And how about Eat This Book? Are you guys doing that? So Eat This Book Challenge is in the works. So it was like a one-time program. And so okay. right now I don't have any other. Um, that was a five-month. Yes. It's five a five-month program. Right. Yeah. That is currently month. happening. And that's where the kids had the necklaces. No, that's Summer Scripture okay, Challenge. Tell us about that. So Summer Scripture <laughs> Challenge, all these challenges. So Summer Scripture Challenge was during the summer only. So, um, and it was for preschoolers through fifth grade. And so they had age-appropriate Bible verses that they had to learn over seven weeks. Um, so and that was scripture memory. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, each week they would, the preschoolers would come in, they would turn in a ticket if they memorized their verse, you know, they said it to their parents at home and then they would redeem it for a prize. Wow. Now our elementary kids it was a little bit more complicated i guess you could say so they would come back to church each week and we had a bible memory lady who would go around to all the classrooms and she would pull the kids out who had memorized a verse and so they would come out they would recite the verse to the bible memory lady and then she in return would give them a brag tag so it was a necklace that had the verse on the tag that they memorized so then by the end of the summer scripture challenge they would have this necklace full of brag tags yeah. that they mm -hmm. memorize these verses. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, kids were excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they were looking yeah. forward to that. Um, so on Sunday, if you have a ch child in the children's ministry, your kid comes out with a bag. And in that bag, they have all kinds of things. Yes, like sometimes they do. there'll be a snack in there. Sometimes there's <laughs> goldfish. Something that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, there's a craft. And then there's also a take-home paper mm -hmm. from what they were taught. Right? right. So question that I think is important for people listening, for parents maybe listening, is how can parents take what their kids are being taught on Sunday and reinforce that in the home? Or what would be the desires, the children's director who kids are being sent home with a bag, what would you want to see parents do? When the kid comes home with what's in that bag. Well, the one thing I don't want you to do is throw it away. Because I think a lot of parents probably do throw them away. Oh, it's just, and I get it because. Yeah. Another paper. Another paper. I yeah. get it. I was I was there. I'm guilty. Just as guilty. You threw them away. I, yes, wow. I would. Um, but they do, they do have. How could some, you ever? I know. How could you ever? <laughs> Shame. <laughs> that's but there is a that's very, Bush giving in. very valuable piece of information in your child's bag each week. So um, after the second service, um, your child will receive what's called a, a big picture card. And it's about. On a four by six card, it's not that big, but it's colorful. And we print them here in the church. And on the back of them are talking points about what your child has learned that day. Mm. And so it's very helpful to take that card out and just put it on your refrigerator um, or put it on your put it on the wall. You can make a timeline with it because our curriculum is chronological. Yeah. So you can keep those cards and you can go throughout and you can talk about what your child has learned. Yeah. And it also gives great um, talking points like, um, you know, what is coming up next to in the next um, lesson that they're going to receive the following Sunday to help prepare them. Hmm. So it's just a really great way to keep reinforcing what they're learning yeah. at church and bringing it at home yeah. as well. So, and, and they also, you also send an email during the week recapping. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Every week we have an email that goes out to recap what your child has learned with, with talking points and, and everything that they've learned that Sunday. And then you guys also do that on social media, right? So yes. on Facebook, you have a Maranatha Kids Facebook page. Right. And is it called Maranatha Kids? It is. Yeah. So if you're a parent 
that's a great follow, mm -hmm. right? To yep. follow the Maranatha Kids account because on a weekly basis, there are things happening that are posted on that Maranatha Kids account that keep parents informed and a recap of the lesson mm -hmm. from what was taught that previous Sunday. So now this is important because I think a lot of times parents can feel intimidated of, I don't even know where to begin mm. when it comes to trying to teach my kid the Bible or give them biblical instruction. And yet that's what parents are called yeah. to do. I mean, biblically, we're called to not only model Christ for our kids, but we're called to train and teach our kids the word of God. And so yeah. um, these are helpful tools that parents can have. And so if, if you're a parent listening and or grandparent listening that has kids and you're like, man, I would love to teach my kid or I'd love to instruct my kid. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Start by taking out that card out of, out of the Sunday morning bags they're receiving right. and look at those talking points and look at the points on the back that you can begin to just follow up with instruction and read. Your kids have already been prepared for that, for them to receive that in the home. Yeah. So those are, yeah. those are really helpful. Right. I think that's good mm -hmm. um, that that's happening. Um, so this next question is kind of a, I don't know if it's a, it's a difficult question, but I think it's one that people are probably wondering and they're asking about. Um, and um, any advice or counsel that you would give to parents as they seek to care for their kids and lead them in their walk with the Lord? So you're a mom, mm -hmm. you know, four girls, oldest is 16, you know, another teenager in the home, How do you youngest know this? is this, you know, so <laughs> what, what would be advice or counsel you would say as a children's director, as someone who works with kids all the time and has your own kids that you would have for parents as they seek to care for their kids and lead them in their walk with the Lord? So it starts with the parents. Absolutely. So the Bible has to be a priority in the parent's life hmm. um, because as a result, it'll trickle down to their kids, you yeah. know? Um, so that has to be number one. It has to be a priority for the parent. Um, and then in addition to that, as the parent, um, you need to talk about the scriptures with your children. You need to read the Bible with your children at home. Um, pray with your children, memorize scripture, you know, with your children um, and serve together. Um, find ways that you can serve together. Take your kids to church regularly, hmm. not just once a month, um, you know, yeah. but regularly make it a priority. I mean, yeah. that's, that's number one. Yeah. You have to put Christ first in your life. And as a result, everything will just be put into place. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a huge priority, but yeah. there's also the recognition, right? Sometimes as parents, we're going to fail yeah. in certain areas, um, or we're not going to always be the super Christian where everything is right, everything is lined up correctly, everything is going exactly as we want it to. But I think an encouragement for people listening is like, that's the goal, yeah. right? For right. any parent with their kid is that we're going to prioritize the things of the Lord and prioritize Christ and prioritize church and prioritize the Bible. But sometimes people might be in situations where like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that, Yeah, right? And so it's good to start yeah. somewhere, yeah. start somewhere, right? right? As, as it relates to prioritizing Christ and begin to see that in your home mm -hmm. and prioritizing that. and, and that's the beauty of, of the grace that we got from that we get from god that even as parents that when we are living in a way that is not how we're supposed to live we're forgiven you know we're, we still receive that grace mm -hmm. but that grace that we receive is not for us to continue to live in that way it's to it's to propel us to okay like hey maybe i haven't been doing this the right way up to this point but, you know, now I can be more intentional. So, like, for those parents that are listening to, as you, as we're 
talking about this and maybe, you know, your relationship with God has not been your priority. It's not something for you to just be, we're not trying to put you down. We're not trying to say shame on you. You know, how dare you type of thing. It is to say, Hey, look, like because of who God is and how he forgives, but also empowers, you can also continue to move and go from there to now prioritizing that. That yeah. should be the hope and the goal of all of us believers. Yeah. We will fall, we will fall short of that. Yes, because we're still sinners, but the grace of God would allow us to get up again and to continue to do that the way that we're supposed to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you would look at the children's ministry at Maranatha, similar to what our youth pastors have shared. Um, and you would look at what we're doing at Maranatha Bible Church for kids as something that should be a supplement yeah. right. to what's happening in the home. Right. Because we can't, in the hour or two hours once a week that kids are in our children's ministry, expect our teachers or our leaders to do what only parents can do. Yeah. And so there's a huge responsibility yeah. for parents, right, right. to do that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, what would you say for yourself and maybe even what you've heard from people who serve in children's ministry is the most rewarding thing about working with kids and working with children's ministry at the church? Um, seeing kids come to Christ, that yeah. is the most rewarding. It really mm -hmm. is. And seeing their lives changing, um, that's the best. It yeah. really is. There's nothing like it. Yeah. 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 What moves you the most? Like when it comes to children's ministry, okay, yeah, give... what, what, oh, what, what moves you? Like what, what encourages your heart, but also just moves you? I mean, is it, it's the kids coming to know the Lord? It really is. Yeah. It's well, to be totally honest, it's when I, when I put my blood and sweat into something and then um, seeing, you know, a child come to Christ is just mm -hmm. so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so planning and yes. effort, and then you yeah. see there's a result. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's very, it's, it's, I think, again, what, what, what you're doing and the part, the emphasis that it may not that places on our children's ministry, uh, it's not something, it's something that you see throughout the world. Like, like at an early age, children's, uh, there's a lot of, Christians said that's when they make decisions to trust God yeah. and how awesome it would be if every single one of us as believers that that's when we know God, you know, obviously yeah. everyone's story is different, but there is a blessing on investing on children at that early age and to teach them, Hey, here are the principles of the Bible. Here's how we look at our current world and not letting the world influence us. And I think that, you know, a ministry like the children's ministry, it does that, you know, yeah. I think, I think too, it's precious seeing the kids sing, you know, they've been a part of the services yeah. a couple of times oh, yeah. where they're just singing out like yeah. from the front and seeing kids worship the Lord and, and really want to know Jesus is, mm -hmm. is an exciting thing. Um, so for families that maybe aren't part of the children's ministry or people listening, you're like, yeah, my kids have not been part of the children's ministry. What's their starting point? Like if they show up on Sunday morning, they've never been to the children's ministry. Their kids have never been checked in there. Where do they start? What's that look like? Yeah, so they'll just come right to our main Kids Welcome Center. Um, it's right outside of Door B. Um, you can't miss it. It's right there. We got, I'll be there. My team will be there. Um, and you'll just start there. We'll get your, take your information. We'll plug into our system. We'll walk you down to where you need to go. We'll, you can ask us any questions you have about kids ministry. We'll be able to answer it for mm -hmm. you there. So. Yeah, that's good. It's a very simple process yeah. to get people checked in. Uh, tell us safety-wise, what what how are parents 
how can they be encouraged about the protocols and safety things that yeah. we have in place for our kids? Right. That's a huge concern is, that yes. people have. So yeah. tell us about that. So all of our volunteers, um, they uh, they have to submit a volunteer application before they can serve, and they also have to pass a background check. So every volunteer that you see in our kids' ministry is background checked, and they've mm -hmm. passed a background check. Yeah. A background check. Um, it's not just so, submit it, but they yeah, submit it. But they pass it. Pass it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we have a very secure, you know, um, kids ministry. Um, and then in addition to that, when your child is checked in on a Sunday morning, um, your child will have a code on their uh, their name tag. And the parent is also given a code as well. So whenever they come to pick up their child, they have to, they have to show their code yeah. to make sure that their child's code on their name tag matches theirs. And so, um, which is, offers a, a secure yeah. Yeah. environment. Pick up and drop pick off. Yeah. So it's not, not like, anyone can pick it's you. not like I could just pick up my kids right. just because I decided that day. Like, no, I have to show that, right. you know. And yeah. if I don't have that, I'm sure there's a protocol yes. to follow, to verify that, you know, Absolutely. we're actually supposed to pick him up. Right. Which I've done that yeah. many times. I don't have the tag, so I show yeah. my license. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shows and verifies I'm the correct person. And people always laugh at me when I do it, but yeah. I do yeah. it I, yeah. if I don't have well, a tag yeah. on me. So, yeah. um, okay, so as we're coming to, to a close here, what are some ways our church people can pray for our children's ministry? Um, what would you say are some specific ways we can pray? And are there current ways and needs for people to still be involved in serving in the children's sure. ministry? Um, so first and foremost, I would say we just pray for our kids that come to our kids' ministry. Pray that they would know Christ as our Savior. Um, pray for them because, I mean, they are facing a lot um, at school, in their home, and, you know, whatever the case may be, they're just facing a lot of pressure these days yeah. um, so that they would be bold for Christ. Um, pray for our teachers. Um, pray that they would see the fruit of their labor. Um, we have some seasoned teachers that have been teaching for years, and we are so blessed to have them. And it's neat for them to be able to see the fruit of their labor. Yeah. So pray that our teachers would get to experience that. Um, and then volunteer-wise, we are always in need of volunteers, always. Yeah. I, I can't even remember the last time I didn't have a need. Um, there's always needs. Um, we all we always have room for helpers, nursery workers, um, substitutes, um, So, which is a great way to get plugged in. If you don't want to be on a rotation or your schedule doesn't allow you to be on a rotation, you could be a substitute. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a variety of ways yeah. that, you know, people can get involved for sure. Yeah, yeah. And if people want to serve in the children's ministry, how would they start that process? What, what do they do? They can call me at the church office. They can see me on a Sunday morning. They could email me. Um, I'm pretty prompt in getting back with people. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. They can also go to the website. Absolutely. There's a website yep. link that you can click on yeah. at Serving Children's yeah. Ministry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Pastor Butch regularly prays when he prays for our kids. He always says, Lord, we pray that every child that enters the doors of Maranatha Bible Church would come to know Christ mm -hmm. as Savior, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a that's something we want to encourage anybody mm -hmm. listening, whether you have kids in the children's ministry or not, be praying that every yeah. one of these kids that enter our doors of the yeah. church, that they would know Christ. Yeah. And so they're certainly going to be taught the word of God. They're certainly going to be taught about having a relationship with Jesus. And we want to pray that God would um, save every yeah. child that yeah. comes comes yeah. through the Amen. doors. And I think a good practical uh, takeaway for those of you who are listening, that as soon as this episode is over, just do that. that yeah. Take a time to pray. pray. Yep. Uh, you know, I think that of all the interviews that we're doing, this is one that is certainly important. 
uh, as we're looking at the life of the next generation of our world, you know, or, or to be more specific, the next generation of our church. Yeah. And we want to make sure that their lives are being touched with the gospel of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, just encouraging people that are watching and listening to be aware, they have influence. Mm -hmm. Like kids watch. Kids mm -hmm. are watching. Right. If you're a parent, if you're an older sibling, if you are a grandparent, if you're a teacher, if your kids watch and they pick up on things, they 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 are being influenced, right? Yeah. And so if the church, if the body of Christ could really proactively be seeking to influence our children in a way that honors Christ and models Christ, I think we would see fruit from that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that God's yeah. obviously glorified in that. So yeah. and, and I would say too, and you I'm, I think that you would allude you would agree with this, Shoshana, too, for those of us that are listening for those of you that are listening or watching, that you don't have any kids, that you maybe you, you are your kids graduated, they move out of the house. Uh you know, when you are in church on Sunday or any day of the week and you come across those little kids that are not related to you for you to still love on them, for to you to still yeah. care on them, not look at them as a bother in it, as a bother, as an annoyance, like you love on them and, and pray for them. Yeah. Uh, because that will be our heart again, that every single one of them will get to know Jesus. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate you being here. Thanks yeah. for probably that you're, well, not probably the most beautiful guest we've had on the show. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and so we want to, we want to thank you for being here. So how we, do you met Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> we, we ask a question. Oh, no. At the conclusion of every Beyond the Pew episode. You got this. And as the wife of one of the hosts. You definitely watch this every week. You have digested every single episode. What is the question we normally ask of our audience when we close out Beyond the Pew? Do you know what that question is? <laughs> this is crazy. You don't know what the question is. I don't know what is. the question is. I have no clue. <laughs> so I, mean, far. I have watched. I have watched a few episodes. A few. A few. A few well, well, thanks. Thanks. Well, in um, the beginning, wow. I watched when you guys first went on air. I mean, I. So she said. I watched you pretty often, but and then, then she's I was like, like, "All right, I'm done. Yeah. So, see you." So, but yeah. you don't. You obviously yeah. didn't watch it all the way through because we ask a question at, at the end. I don't remember. <sighs> Bruce, you got to get control yeah. of your household. I'm just Indeed. <laughs> so the question we ask our audience, so you know for future reference now, since you watch every episode but missed it, yeah. is we ask the audience, what does your life look like beyond the pew? Yeah. We want to know, oh, is it honoring I've to the Lord? Yeah. We hope it yes. is. Yeah. What is your so life like beyond the pew? So we're not going to edit this out, but let's pretend that we're actually yeah. going to edit it out. Shoshana, so Shoshana, yeah. how do we, we, what question do we end our podcast every single time? What does your life look like beyond the pew? Yeah, in a mocking. It was a kind of a mocking. Yeah, time. it was. But you felt it's it. Yeah, we appreciate everybody. We appreciate listening. it. We, we hope that it's glorifying to the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>